You could be writing the book that changes your life. Brandon Sanderson. You're listening to Writing Roots, brought to you by Aspen House Publishing. Welcome to Writing Roots. I'm Lee Hole. And I'm Lee Esses. Today we are continuing our series on frequently asked questions by you, the listeners, and questions that we see recur often in forums worldwide. Today's question is, what makes a book unforgettable? What makes a book impactful? So much of this is subjective, and it comes down to understanding not only your audience, but yourself. What's going to impact you as the author, as our opener implied, but also understanding your audience. Because if the book is a romance, it will not impact me at all. But you don't read romance for a reason. So know your audience is the first key and know your genre. We'll be talking a little bit more about knowing your genre later this month, but let's get into how to make a book impactful. First off, think of your favorite book. Why is it your favorite? Is it the plot? Is it the style of writing? Or is it connection? The book that comes to mind right now is my favorite because it entertained me in a way that I connected with. There was an emotional connection there between myself and the main character whom I have nothing in common with. But I felt that character and the problem that they were trying to overcome in a way that I internalized as a reader. And that is the first key to making a book impactful. You have to have some kind of emotional connection with it. It doesn't have to be love. It doesn't have to be the romance side of it. But what does your audience connect with to create that emotion? The biggest thing is that you need to have a real character. Your characters need to be relatable. They feel real emotions, real struggles, things that even though we have nothing in common with them, they live in a completely different world, a completely different universe. We can still see that character and say, I understand them. The book that comes to mind right now, the main character was basically wiped blank mentally and they reinstalled a bunch of programming to make him the ultimate CIA agent. He still has this not only moral quandary about what's right and wrong outside of his programming, but this struggle for identity. And a lot of the problem is solved once he figures out who he is outside of his programming. And the one thing you need to avoid when trying to create that emotional connection with the reader through your characters is perfection. Readers do not connect with perfection because it is unattainable. They can never see a perfect character and say, I know what that feels like because I am also perfect. Another way to make sure your book has impact is to know yourself whether you are writing for art or whether you are writing for entertainment. There is a lot of overlap in these two circles of art and entertainment, but the way I define it is art is something you as the audience invest in in some way, and then entertainment is just everyone ingests it the same way. 
Everyone solves the puzzle the same way. Everyone watches the Marvel movie the same way. Art should be a connection to the audience. You understand that piece of art differently than I do. I will read a book once for entertainment, and then I will read it again to appreciate it as art. Art is why I read Brandon Sanderson novels, because there's so much depth there that I can immerse myself into the world, the characters, the settings. So art changes you on the other side. Yes. So let's go on to the next way to make a book have impact. If you want your readers to feel impact from the book, they need to learn something. This applies to fiction as well as nonfiction. A lot of nonfiction is out there to teach a lesson specifically, tell you how to do something, give you instruction, self-help, whatever. Fiction, though, there are other ways to teach people something. In this process, for a reader to learn something, they need to learn something about themselves. They need to learn something about the other. They need to learn something about the world. You can do this by showing different point of views, not actually writing from different point of views, but showing us what it is like to live with a disability, what it's like to live with depression, what it's like to live with whatever and show people a different way of life. How many times have you read a book when you're not feeling that great in your life and you see the challenges this character overcomes because you lived that life with them? At the end, you go, I can deal with my life because they dealt with that and I lived with them through it. Going back to the making sure your characters aren't perfect, If your character doesn't struggle with this, your reader won't either. Your character should fail at leaving the abusive relationship so that when they finally succeed, there's that triumph and there's a victory there that the readers can relate to. They can feel that and maybe have the courage to leave their own abusive relationship if that's where they are. And in general, make the readers think about something, anything, if you want to have that deep artistic impact that we're talking about. I had, it was actually a theater teacher tell me that he would a thousand times prefer somebody to hate his work than to be bored by it. Being bored is the worst sin you can have in the entertainment world. And that's something that I've spent a lot of time thinking about. If you've ever read the Lord Fowl's Bane collection, about halfway through that first book, you want to throw it against a window and walk away because you are so annoyed. And I wanted to strangle the main character. If I could reach through a book and affect my character's lives in some way, it wouldn't be to hug a character and go, there, there, it's okay. It would be to strangle that character. I hated it, but it sticks in my mind. I was not bored by it. And that goes back to the emotion. Make them feel something. Make them think about something. It can be anything, but they need to have some kind of response. That doesn't mean you need to preach at your readers. Oh, please don't. Please don't. 
unless you're writing something faith-based or are a reverend of some kind writing a sermon in a novel, you don't need a moral of the story. I would say even then, if it's fiction, avoid that. You can have a side character who has this particular philosophy and that's a character trait, great, but preaching at the reader will get them to close it basically every time. The moment they realize they're being preached at, they're not going to want to continue. I would say the exception there is younger than 12 or so. A lot of those books are designed to teach the kid how to be a better person. And because kids aren't very good with subtle ideas, a lot of those stories are very blunt of this is how you do this thing. This is how you be a good person through teaching them with birds or animals of some kind. Invest in your future, three little pigs. And as we mentioned at the beginning, you really do need to keep your target audience in mind. As we've discussed, we look for different connections in books. I look for those characters. I look for the struggles, the things that I want to understand because I don't experience it personally, but I know people who do. Reading those struggles helps me broaden my mind. I love that learning and I love the emotional connection from it. But sometimes I just want to be entertained. Escaping from the world is a fantastic and beautiful thing. Wishing that life were different. You as an entertainer, as an author, are providing that. And sometimes that escape is all they need. If you have people reading a cozy romance story, like people who watch Hallmark holiday movies, they're not looking for deep, complicated plot. They're not looking for that. They're looking for the emotional connection. If your target audience is somebody who reads memoirs, they're looking for that personal story, that deeply personal story that shows someone in real life overcoming a challenge. I know people will argue with me on this particular fact, but I think a lot of action becomes incredibly philosophical because there's this debate of the value of life versus morals. Is it okay to kill this person and not this person because this one's a bad guy and this one's a good guy? This internal struggle that a lot of action characters have is deciding how we interact with other people and in a lot of ways delivering a kind of moral justice, a philosophical fairness to the scene with lots of punches and kicks and bam, bam. With a lot of entertainment along the way. So I have to ask you, which book on the shelves that I can go to Amazon and buy right now, which book has affected you the most? My own book. Just like our quote at the beginning said, you could be writing the book that changes your life. Ted Decker, in the same way we say write selfishly, he says write to discover. He's saying ask yourself these questions and then figure out the answer by writing the book. Learn about yourself through learning about your world and your characters. Your characters will teach you more than any school teacher ever has, more than Lee or I ever could in our hours upon hours of podcasting. Your characters have so much to tell you, but they can't say anything until you write selfishly. If you have a question or comment for our hosts or a topic you'd like us to cover, send us an email at writingroots at aspenhousepublishing.com or find us on Facebook by searching for Aspen House Publishing. 